Hello, I'm Pia, a married, semi-employed, full-time graduate student mom from Atlanta with two boys, Andrew, 12, and Emmanuel, who is three. Hi, I'm Brianne, a stay-at-home mom from New York City that currently lives in Houston, Texas with my husband and three young children. They are six years and under. Brian, oh my goodness, have you seen that creepy chicken big eyed the Momo? Yeah, the is, Momo challenge. The, yeah, the Momo me. I'm so tired of seeing it on my Facebook page. Oh my goodness. Oh, well, I have seen it on my Facebook page, only that people are saying they're tired of seeing it and that it's a hoax. Yeah, it's definitely a hoax. I think it's been known to be a hoax for a while, but for some reason, it keeps rebirthing itself because this image was going around on a meme last year. Right. So, but what do you mean it's a hoax? If it's coming around and it's saying these things and, it's, and telling kids to do certain things, how is that a hoax? Well, I don't know if it's, I don't think it's ever been actually proven that Momo is telling anyone to do anything. And okay, first off, what is Momo? I don't know. I've never seen it. I know, but what you're telling me was from, oh, it's a company. Oh, that's right. That, okay. So I guess Link Factory, you were telling me. It's a um, Japanese, um, it's a Japanese special effect company. So I don't know. And now it's coming back around that Momo is being spliced into YouTube videos that children watch. Right. And children are being told to kill themselves or shown images. The only thing is, maybe it's happened, but no one has shown any proof. Right. And, and they're saying something about um, it's, it had caused a 12-year-old girl to commit suicide or something, but I, I don't know where there's, there's proof of any of this. Yeah, I, I was not able to find any story. So if one of our listeners can find a story, go ahead and email it to us so we can see that because Feel free, please feel free to disprove me, our belief. But I guess my thing with the whole social media, I feel as if as adults, we need to research these things before we share them. Right. Because I haven't seen it much on my personal Facebook page. I've seen a few instances, but mostly in Facebook groups, it's just rampant. And... Well, people are scared. I, and, you know, I don't know how, I don't really know if I can say that it's totally a hoax. I feel that it may have originally been one, okay. but since it's come up and it's gotten so much attention mm -hmm. that one could have started this challenge and other challenges with um, chain letters. Oh, I'm so tired of chain letters. The chain letters have been over. Oh, my goodness. Do you remember <laughs> the chain letter from the... 80s where it was said that the um the ceo of procter and gamble was a satanist i don't know i mean they used to write them in my school and send them to <laughs> other people it was so annoying chain letters but schools have it's not just parents schools have been having conferences about this and the effects of what's going on in the, in the media and how it's been affecting kids have the children been affected i don't know I'm not in school. <laughs> but apparently they're really upset about it. The chain letters are upsetting them. They're believing them. And they're 
seeing things on YouTube that they're not supposed to see. But all of this, honestly, it, it doesn't matter to me. It just made me take off my YouTube app, pretty much. I, I felt like this was just enough. Like, I, I don't have time as a parent to sit around and research everything, all fake news and real news and everything that's going on. I just needed to make sure that my kids are safe. And at this point, social media is, and would you consider that YouTube is social media? Mm, I yes, in a way. I think it has two components. I think it has the uh, entertainment component, but because you have so many social media influencers using YouTube as a conduit, yes. Like Ryan, I'm so tired of Ryan. I hate. I'm gonna hate to say, it, but I, I don't hate to say that. I, hate, I don't want to say that I hate a child, but I hate Ryan videos. The Ryan videos. Yes, I'm so tired of Ryan. But I don't know anything about Ryan. Ryan is a little boy that plays with toys, mm -hmm. and I don't understand why children want to watch other children play with toys. Oh my! Well, why do we watch other people decorate? I can't say that I really do. I <laughs> can't. Ideas, but yeah, my kids love to watch kids. Um, other I mean, I can understand so watching stop. people decorate because you're getting ideas. But you're, what idea are you getting watching someone play with a toy? I don't know. I, I, I guess they get ideas. Like I know with bike riding, they get ideas to flips and yeah. their cooking shows. I know Kennedy loves cooking shows. But that's that's different. I right. guess I don't know. But I, the thing is, with YouTube kids, a lot of things just they're. I, I don't know if it's an algorithm or how they decide to, to I don't know, make sure the shows are safe. It's just not working. And I can't say that I've had the experience because my son primarily watches Peppa Pig and there's a Peppa Pig channel and it's just an endless loop of the same Peppa, Peppa Pig videos. And hasn't it sliced in? No. Even Peppa Pig. No. That comes out of there, there is no, <laughs> no Peppa Pig. So it's just, a Peppa Pig channel, and we when he watches it, we put it on the television. Right, you know, he doesn't like that because they want to control it. He exactly. Control it. Yeah. So we do the Peppa Pig channel, and it's just an endless loop. I don't even know if he's watched. I know he has not watched all the way through because he doesn't watch it long enough. So he keeps seeing the same over and over again. So this is good for repetition. But I don't allow him to just watch random videos because I have seen questionable content in children's videos on YouTube just um, seeing what was up next because it, it's just an abyss and I guess it's like when I'm watching Dr. Pimple Popper videos it starts out with pimple popping and then the next thing you know there's a girl with a backside on the camera because she has a pimple and then it goes to something right. else so I think that um I don't know. I don't believe that there's Momo. Momo's not out there, but I definitely do believe that there is questionable content out there and people who do have um, ulterior motives. Right. So I'm still looking, trying to look up the information about the 12 year old that commits suicide. Well, supposed to have committed suicide um, because of um, Momo, and I, I can't find it. Well, he, this is. Well, I found a few things. This one from Snopes, 12. Yeah. Uh, how much of a threat is a purported Momo challenge suicide? Um, dangerous. Get your, but no one's saying anything. Um, 
The moment challenge hit the news in the mid-2018 with a report that a 12-year-old Argentinian girl had been motivated by the Momo game to hang herself from a tree in her family's backyard near Buenos Aires. Uh, authorities in Argentina never did confirm that the girl's suicide was encouraged by her mm-hmm. participation in a viral game rather than a real-life person, however. Um, the girl phone. So it's so it's still no proof that exactly it's, it's inconclusive, and now I and I've been said, been told that it has to do with bullying that Momo is bullying children to um, do things. Maybe it's just they're saying Momo or people are using this Momo image, but it's just it's just a real person hiding behind this image, which I mean it very well could be that um, just a real person using this image because it's grotesque and once they're in once they've gotten into that person's head they're able to manipulate them but it's not some far off being in another country it's this person's classmate right 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 so I mean I can't and what's the girl's name um, that was recently charged with telling the committing forcing the guy kill himself well, it was her boyfriend. Yeah, I think it was. And she influenced him to kill, kill himself. Right. Which I hope she enjoys her time in jail. Yeah. Because I, I truly believe that there are people who are stronger. I mean, what's the guy's name in California? <laughs> what's the, everyone's name? I don't know everyone's name. The one in jail. The one that had people killing each other in the 70s and killed. Is it Roman? Roman Pool? Whatever. You know that. The actor, not Ted Bundy, the crazy guy, the hippie people in California. No, I don't know. Yes, you do. The one in the commune that had, they were. They had other actors in the commune too with them? No, a um, man, because he's still in jail, he's on death row, who had people kill himself. Yeah, we're doing a Google search while we talk. Because <laughs> we want to make sure we're giving the right information. Uh, and when I say his name, Marilyn Manson. Can people commit suicide? No, not commit suicide. He convinced other people, people to, to kill people. Right. So you take a person who is already mentally, mentally not that strong. Exactly. There's a weakness. Vulnerable. They're mentally vulnerable. And you can convince them to do anything. Even, right. I mean, Jim Jones convinced people to kill themselves. And what's the children. difference? So I think that it's, I, I don't believe that there's a Momo challenge. I think that it's just, there's just some nasty people in this world. Yeah. And I feel like this is, I'm happy that this is all happening. If it's hoax or not hoax, it doesn't matter. Well, I mean, it doesn't matter. <laughs> but I feel like what this is bringing a bigger awareness out and having people be more responsible for what they're allowing their children to see on things like YouTube. And I feel like it needs to, YouTube needs to actually do something about this. Yes. What do you propose that they do? I don't know. They're saying that they're hiring more people. So and it's not Marilyn are. Manson. Marilyn Manson is the bad. It's okay. Charles Manson. Charles Manson. Okay. Good <laughs> well, job. Good you know, job. Charles Manson. Yeah. We want to make sure we're not slandering the wrong person. Because I think YouTube is an awesome platform. You know, a lot of people have become famous over YouTube. A lot of people who've been been able to have um, a presence in the media. I can watch videos on demand. Right. I, I, I love the idea of YouTube 
but unfortunately there are people out there who are taking advantage of this yeah and there needs to be a call to action to make sure that our children are safe our vulnerable population <laughs> is safe you know okay well why don't we take a break Brienne, and we'll come back and we'll talk about i guess the little things we've done to protect our children okay on social media okay all right <laughs> so Brienne, tell me what you and michael do to keep the children safe for momo <laughs> <laughs> well i took off the app the um youtube app the youtube app okay and i wanted to take it off anyway because i started to become dependent on it like my three-year-old since i have three small kids six five and um three and when we're rushing around and doing things for the older girls, a lot of times like, I would hand him the phone and he'll just watch trucks. And that was a bad habit to begin with. And so it needed to stop. So it wasn't just this YouTube thing. It was just something, it, it, it was a thing that was like the straw on the camel's back. I have to be more responsible with handing my child this phone that gives them access to things I, I agree that can be dangerous to the child. And okay. this is not, it's not very good for his mind. Screen time in general, too much no. screen time. It's just personally, I don't want my children to have any screen time, but I'm having a hard time balancing my life with a 12 year old and a three year old, because if I need to do homework or something with the 12 year old, the three year old might not want to play with his toys by himself in the corner. Like it. And I can't keep telling the 12-year-old, we'll do this later, we'll do this later. It's, okay, here, three-year-old, here three -year -old, take mommy's phone right. and go watch. And I hate doing it. I feel as if I'm setting him up for failure later in life. But at this point, I'm out of options. Right. It's, I, would, I want it to be a screen-free family. And I don't know when it's kind of snuck in, the screens. but. Um, I know when it's smoking. When we actually moved to London and my daughter was two and a half years old, it was something we did on the plane. And then when we were moving um, boxes and there was a lot of conversations with adults and I needed to keep her occupied so I can get things done. Done, yeah. That's when it just, it, just it started. And it's, and it's not a good habit for us. I know some kids are calm by it. I know, but my, mine aren't. They get all jittery after when I take it away from them. Like drug, like, oh, right. have to have it. I have to make a connection with them before I pull it away. I have to give them a countdown. It's like all of these things I have to do just to give me the 10 minutes of peace, which usually means a half an hour of not peace afterwards. <laughs> yes. We were screen free. When, we, when our oldest, Andrew, was a baby, we had a television, but when we moved to Houston, we got rid of it. And I didn't, I might've had a television when my husband and I married, but I didn't watch it. Right. So when we came to Houston, we didn't have a television, but my aunt thought that my son needed a television. So she bought him a 36 inch television. Here on. And so it just, so we've had a television since then, even though we have, we only have one television now in our house and right. it's in the bedroom. And so if we watch something, it's generally we're watching it as a family or maybe my husband and I are watching something at night, but it's the phone and the iPad because we're out. The oldest might be in a lesson or a practice and the little one is tired of playing with his toys or he's wanting to nurse and I want him off of me. So I give him 
the phone. I too have taken YouTube off the phone, but mostly because, so he won't, it won't appeal to him as much. Right. And if he does use it, it's for some type of learning app or right. I have this as opposed to of just watching a video. So with him, it's and not just easy. watching a video, but keep swiping it. So exactly. I don't think that's good for your no. attention development. Because he wants to swipe through. He'll watch a few seconds of something and he'll go to something else. So it's almost like he wants that instant gratification. Like, no, you're great. You need to right. take something and look at it. Because you, you know, know the, the research says to... that the constant images, the changing um, of images, that's what affects the brain. So I would rather him play one of the apps where he matches shapes or does something so with a three-year-old it was easy to implement practices and even with the 12 year old it's been relatively easy but sometimes I just wish that he didn't even have to have a computer for schoolwork I was just about to ask you about that like how how does that work because I mean with a six-year-old a five-year-old and a three-year-old it's just a matter of me turning the tv off or not handing the phone to someone and then finding activities to keep them busy or just having them be bored and annoying me a little bit <laughs> with what should I do? But then after that, they get over it. Cause you tell them, okay, we can do chores and you will see how fast they, <laughs> they can find something else to do. I'll go play with my American girl dolls. <laughs> exactly. All of a sudden they have toys and they remember it. But um, <laughs> for you where your son actually has to do research, how does that work? Well, we, pretty much just monitor what he's doing and we're in and out. The computer at one time was in his bedroom. That was not an ideal place. Um, not so much because we were worried about content, but him staying up late at night being on the computer. So we took the computer out of his bedroom. And so we're just always in and out, making sure that he's actually doing his work. Okay. And do you have those filters or like many? Um... No, we don't have a filter. We have my husband. Okay. So my husband um, is really good about going through and checking history. Okay. And he has, my son has his own phone, but in our house, everyone has everyone's passcode. My son okay. knows my passcode. He knows his father's. There, there are no secrets. And he knows that it's not really his phone. It's right. his, but it's ours. And at any time, he knows that his husband, that well, my husband, that his dad is going to go through the phone, scroll through read whatever it is can you read like the messages that have been erased you know what i don't Text know messages? but you can go and find pictures that have been erased so okay so you can so exactly good to know well and even his social media your husband have to give his lesson when he's out here and i think it helped is that at that time andrew had a bunk bed so he would go and hang out at the bottom bunk at the end of the night and talk to him and go through his phone but He's 12 now, so I'm sure once he's a little older, he will he'll try to one-up us, and he'll be a little, little more savvy. So maybe then we might implement controls, but hopefully hopefully we don't have to. I don't want to be naive about it, but at the right. same time, I don't Because developmentally, they will try to separate from you. Exactly. Have that independence, and, and no matter how great you are a parent, there are going to be some things that they want to keep private. That is true. And I believe that he should have privacy to a certain extent. I think that once he's older, we probably would not say check text messages, but I'm going to check other apps and know 
right. what's going on. Because I do, do think that a person has a right to privacy, but I also think at the same time, if he knows, okay, well, my parents are going to check my phone, then maybe he's going to be less likely to engage in conversations or activities right. because he's expecting it. Right. All right, so the ways that we keep all kids safe, let's go over a few just for our listeners. Yes. Um, be engaged with our kids. Yes, have definitely. conversations with them. It's Always not just about the computer. It's, oh, it's about the relationship with the parents. Definitely. Open Having the computer in a place that we can see it. Exactly. Um, Choosing apps that are appropriate for our children. And making sure that whatever they have access to is something that we don't mind. And one thing that I do with my son's phone is whatever downloads on his phone, downloads on mine. We actually awesome. share awesome. A, 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 an Apple ID, which is a pain in some instances. I'm like, what is this on my phone? But I know what he's downloading. Right, and try your best not to have the screens babysit your kids. Exactly. We can only try that because I know there are people who don't have that much help at home and, and there, some people, there are moments that you, you have to do what you have to do that you is break true. but if you make sure you the apps are approved then you can be a lot more confident in what your children are doing exactly all okay. right all right well Brianne, i'll talk to you next time and in your for our listeners in your spare time check out our website mommy wears my shoe and if you have any suggestions or comments or even if you want to appear on the show send us an email to podcast at mommy wears my shoe.com bye goodbye hey.